Welcome to the Go Find Out Podcast. I'm Jennifer Jelliff Russell, author, speaker, and entrepreneur, bringing you actionable ideas and interviews with awesome women to help you pursue your dreams and achieve your goals. You can find more episodes of the Go Find Out Podcast by visiting gofindoutpodcast.com. Enjoy the show and go find out. Welcome back to the Go Find Out Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Jelliff Russell, and this is episode number 37. Today is a solo show where I'll be talking about the power of saying no and how learning to do this more often can help you gain more control of both your personal and professional life. So no separate personal update today because it's kind of woven into today's topic. You see, when it comes to my business projects and figuring out what to prioritize, I've definitely been having a lot of trouble saying no. But before we get into that, let's back up a little bit. Whether you own your own business or are employed by somebody else, you've likely had someone ask you to take on a project. This could be anything from a business client commissioning a product or service from your business or a supervisor asking you to take on an extra task. Many times there is no choice in the matter, especially in a traditional office setting, and we sort of have to say yes if we want to keep our job. But sometimes, even with traditional employment, we're able to turn down a side project if we do it correctly. The problem is, if you're like me, you might be a people pleaser. Many women, like myself, tend to fall into this category. We don't want to disappoint the person asking, so we kind of always just say yes. Or we want to get ahead at the job, so we say yes to every extra task and end up working two or three times the amount that our coworkers are while getting the same pay, or worse, getting less pay. It can be difficult for people like us to say no, especially since we've all probably heard that the best way to get ahead and get promoted is to always say yes, right? And the best way to keep building up our small business is to take every gig that comes our way, right? Wrong on both accounts, actually. It might feel like we should say yes to new tasks, projects, or clients, but doing so actually takes our focus and attention away from whatever our main work or business is. When we constantly say yes to extra projects at work, that means we have less time to manage our responsibilities. Sure, you might get an extra project done and your boss is happy for then, but how happy will they be when they see that your other work, your regular work, might have suffered because you were focusing on that extra project? And in business, if you take on a contract with a difficult client, then that difficult client is taking up time that you could be giving to easier, more lucrative contracts. Or let's say you accept a project that you've never done before because you were afraid of saying no, and then you run the risk of submitting a poor quality finished product. It is okay to say no sometimes. In fact, saying no to one project or task often frees you up for something that's a better fit or allows you to really thoroughly complete your main job responsibilities. In essence, occasionally saying no when you know it's the wrong project or when you realize you don't have the bandwidth to complete it actually gives you more control in your life. It allows you to take more control of your time and make better use of that time. However, it's not always easy to suddenly switch to this occasional no mentality. When I first started my resume writing business, everything was great. I had set things up so that I had built in a set of clients for my last employer. What I didn't anticipate was how overwhelmed I'd get by taking on 30 or more resumes a week at such a low cost. But I couldn't tell them no, right? I mean, they were paying repeat clients. Unfortunately, I was giving them around a 75% off discount and spending all my time doing their resumes rather than putting time into building up my full-priced clients. There was no way I could keep up that level of production for such a low return. Rather than actually telling them no, I raised my rates a little, but they still got a huge discount. 
they didn't bat an eyelash and continued ordering. So as my list of full price clients grew, I realized I simply couldn't keep up with the demand of lower paying clients. You guys, it took me so long to finally work up the courage to tell them they'd have to pay full price just like my other clients. They immediately dropped my services when I did that, but by this time I was so burnt out and cranking out resumes that I really needed the break. I ended up pulling back from doing resumes altogether, and right now I'm only just now considering getting back into it. Here's the thing. If I had just told them no right off the bat and charged them the same amount as other customers, I could have kept myself from burning out. I would have freed up time to market my services to those clients who understood the value of the service I was offering. Instead, I clung to that low-paying customer because I felt like they were a sure thing and I felt a sort of loyalty to them. I knew them. I'd worked for them. I didn't want to have to sever that relationship. Of course, I later found out that they were paying a large resume writing organization twice as much to crank out resumes that weren't quite the same quality as mine. So looking back, I don't feel that loyalty anymore, and I wish that I had told them no sooner. The point here is, had I just worked up the courage to say no to such a low amount of pay, I could have saved myself a whole lot of time that I could have focused elsewhere. Now, that example really only applies when you own your own business. But what about when you work for someone else in more of a traditional setting? An example of something you might be able to say no to is, let's say your supervisor asks you to take on an extra project outside your regular scope of work. If you have the time and ability to complete such a project, great. Take it on, knock it out of the park, and, you know, make yourself look great. Taking an extra task can be a really great way to move up the ladder and get a bonus. However, if you know that you don't have the bandwidth to both take on this project and complete your regular work, that's when you may have to say no. But in this situation, can you really just say no? Probably not, right? You've got to kind of finesse it. Instead, you might say something like, that sounds like a really interesting project, Bob, but I don't think I'd be able to tackle both it and my other work at the same time. I could take it on if I could prioritize it over my other responsibilities. Would that work? I know it's not exactly a hard no, right? But by showing your supervisor that you're not able to give the project and your work the proper attention they both deserve, it can help your supervisor better understand the situation. You might even suggest someone else in the office who you think would be able to tackle the extra project, especially if your coworker has been looking for a way to shine. Okay, we've covered the importance of saying no in small business ownership and in a traditional office setting. But what about when it comes to saying no to friends or family? Granted, right now, a lot of us are still mostly stuck inside, not doing anything social because of the pandemic. So when we finally can get out, we're probably going to start out saying yes to everything, right? But let's say that once we get tired of socializing again, we get asked to go to like a party or some other event that you're not really that enthusiastic about and which you'd really rather give up so that you can have some more free time. Okay, sure, sometimes we do have obligations when it comes to this kind of stuff, but a lot of the time the obligation is all in our mind. Like, if you get invited to go out with work friends, you don't absolutely have to go. It's okay to say no to that and then have that time back for yourself. Saying yes to everything we're asked to do gives away control over our lives. It is completely okay to say no if you'd rather spend your time doing something else that fills you with joy. And remember, it doesn't have to be a no forever. It could just be a no for now right? A rain check for another time when you'll actually enjoy the activity or when you'll want to be around other people. The last thing that I wanted to touch on is learning to say no to some of the tasks that you've assigned to yourself. This is what I've been wrestling with for the past week. I have so many projects going on at once and each one of those projects have a bunch of smaller tasks that I need to tackle at some point in order to complete the overall project. 
Not to mention personal goals like staying healthy through running and working out and making sure that I get some reading time in for pleasure. I mean, the list of things that need to be done is endless, right? It's overwhelming, and I can only imagine how my list of tasks would grow exponentially if I had children. Now, as discussed with automation specialist Michelle Thompson last week on the show, some of those tasks, like posting on social media or, let's say, transcribing this podcast, can be automated, which takes some of those tasks off my plate. But some things I'd rather not automate, like I'm not going to hire someone to create the content for this show or ghostwrite my books. And I'm not going to hire someone to, let's say, go walk my dogs for me, right? Which means I have to prioritize my tasks and decide what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do. It also means that sometimes I have to say no to entire projects, even though I really, really want to do them. For example, I really, really want to get to work writing this paranormal romance story that I have in my head. But I still haven't finished editing the third book in the Artemis Necklace series, and I'm so close, you guys, to publishing my latest career-related nonfiction book about working from home. So I have to say no to the paranormal romance for now. Otherwise, I lose control over my time and end up just writing a ton of first drafts and never finishing any of them. It all comes down to deciding what tasks I'm going to prioritize and what tasks I have to say no to or that I have to say no to for now, like the paranormal romance book idea. I think I'm always afraid that with creative ideas, if I don't go after them right then, that I'll just forget about them. So here's what I do. When I get the feeling of overwhelm, right, when I have too many tasks on my plate, I make a list of everything that I want to do and that I need to do, and then I decide what things are a priority and what tasks I need to put on the back burner for now. Basically, what things do I need to say no to for now? By doing this, I regain control of my time rather than letting any new ideas steer the course of my day. We literally have a finite amount of time on this earth. I feel like we should be trying to spend that time doing more of the things that we actually enjoy or going after the things that serve us rather than simply spending much of our time doing the things that others have asked us to do. All right, that is it for this week. Join me next week when I interview creative brand and tech coach Megan Kuhar. It was a really fun interview, so I hope that you guys will tune in for it. Until then, go find out. Thanks for listening to the show today. I hope you found the information beneficial and that it helps you tackle your own Go Find Out goals. You can find more episodes and the show transcripts at gofindoutpodcast.com. You can also let me know what you thought of the show by tweeting me at gfopodcast or follow me on Instagram at gofindoutpodcast. That's it for today. Now go find out.